0: the fires, the great hunt begins. Hello there, and welcome to episode 68 of the Video Game Podcast PlayStation Pals. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined by the MJ to my Peter, John... (laughs) John, on bad note, who is your favorite character in the Spider-Man franchise that is not Spider-Man? Man. <laughs> so Miles obviously
1: does not count. Right? No, no, okay. they cannot have donned a Spider-Man suit. Uh, I mean it's you know, it's it's hard not to then go into the villains because yeah. I mean, the other good I mean you got Genki and you got uh you know, Miles' dad and the parents. But, this guy, I mean, it has to be Venom. Like, he's just too cool looking. It yeah. has to be Venom. I mean, out of all the main villains, yeah. I mean, Green Goblin's pretty dope. Like, you know, yes. Willem Dafoe made that character, you know, I think yeah. what he is today. But, nah, Venom is one of the, like, just coolest looking villains out there. So. Yeah, he's definitely. I, I honestly don't really know much of his characterization. It's just I look at him and I go, yeah. yeah <laughs> fucking Have you seen po-
0: the movies of Venom?
1: Uh, I saw the first one and forgot every single plot point because it was very <laughs> forgettable. Um, it was we mostly watch it because my wife is a Tom Hardy, you know. Oh so yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's her. That's her free pass if you know if you. Ever oh, have a free I got pass you. Um, <laughs> but no, I just know that it's got the snarky, uh, you know, snarky gas station lady that was in uh, Across the Spider Verse. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, no. It- Venom movies are I'm not a big fan of because you can't have Venom exist without Spider-Man. It's just absurd. You, know, you know. It doesn't make any sense.
1: You know, but Venom uh, movies are great. The Morbius movie is great. <laughs> I'm sure that Kraven movie is going to be great. So, yeah. you know. Mm. <laughs> oh,
0: well, we'll be talking about all those characters in a little bit. You need uh, to answer. You I got. think it's Green Goblin. Green He's Goblin. the other iconic villain for Spider-Man.
1: I have another one, actually. Uh and <laughs> it maybe it's just this specific take on it but Kingpin <laughs> from Into the Spider-Verse just the way that they drew that character is hilarious to me yeah. just how big he is. Um yeah, I don't know, he's kind of interesting. In a, yeah, in a way, there's
0: a lot of good ones like uh, like I didn't know very much about the Prowler but between yeah. you know Spider-Man Miles Morales and then the the movie it's like, "Oh, that character's kind of cool too. Yeah. He's kind of he's kind of like a Batman, you know, yeah. tech very smart tech guy and and evil. Loves music, but uh Yeah, and the love of music is also cool, but All right, well, we have a lot to talk about, including a huge release, so we're just going to get in to how the show works. And how it works is John and I both bring up to three things to talk about. It can be a video game we're playing, like Spider-Man 2, a news topic, a Reddit post, an email to PlayStationPalsPod at gmail.com, a Twitter DM at PlayStationPals, or at PSPalsPod, I'm sorry, or a comment on our YouTube page at PlayStationPalsPod. Any of those things, we bring it and we talk about it. And today we have a five, a total of five things. Sorry, I am very tired today. So am I, dude. Because because I've been, well, oh, my oh, reason is. Oh, oh, this is a transition. <laughs> I see. Sorry, is, no, I'm just going to vent for a second. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Spider-Man 2. The newest game from Insomniac, the PlayStation exclusive. And, you know, we talked about the reviews last week, but, you know, the IGNs, the GameSpots, those are small fries. What does your PlayStation pals think mm. about it? That's those, those. That's who you really want to impress. So we're going to get into that. And right off the bat, John, let's just cover how far we are both in the game. Sure. And
1: sure. For those at home, see if you can guess <laughs> who's further in the game. <laughs> um yeah i had a, a pretty sad moment last night you know uh where i booted up my playstation getting ready to play and you know how it says like your little save and how what percent you're at yeah. i was at one percent <laughs> 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 at about nine thirty last night um i had a really busy weekend with the family we had a wedding on friday a little mini vacation on saturday so and then my son was just chomping at the bit so he got sure. he got most of the playstation on sunday because I'm, you know, you could say I'm a good dad, I'm a bad dad if I let him play video games. I don't really care. But uh, so, no, I am about uh, three hours in. uh, I've gone through two of the big set piece moments of the game. um, And even in that small chunk, though, I I got some good impressions on it. Okay. Good, good, good uh i am obviously again on the opposite side of the
0: spectrum oh wait
1: wait yeah because i looked before i started playing i was like i wonder where nick's at oh he's got 47 percent of the trophies (laughs) oh okay and in trophy speak that means you're almost at the end of the game right
0: (laughs) i'm uh, anywhere from 15 to 20 percent through the game 20 hours hours, sorry and i think my percentage is at like 70 to 80 percent completion somewhere in there uh so yeah i i have Obviously played a lot, and we're not going to spoil very much here, uh, except for that we're going to definitely talk about the opening fight. So if yeah. you want to go in blind, you know.
1: That being said, if you have watched the launch trailer, <laughs> yeah. it's not a surprise. But you know, if for yeah. for those who want to be fresh, clean slate. Yeah,
0: and anything else that we talk about will have existed in a previous trailer. Yep. Um, so, but uh, let's talk right away about. I want to start with that opening. Um, you know, uh, Peter and Miles are back, and you get right into a giant villain battle, and that mm-hmm. villain is Sandman. And I just remember taking control of Spider Man, because I think you're Peter Parker. You're first, Peter first, yep. Yeah. And heading to a giant sand guy off <laughs> <well laughs> in the distance, and just the biggest grin yeah. forming on my face because it looks awesome. It feels awesome, and you really already are getting, like, this is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Like, the the power of having the SSD and everything is is on display here with just everything that's going on, how fast you're moving through the world. It's just it's one of those – it's on, like, God of War 3 opening Mm -hmm. set pieces. You know, like, the the beginning of that game is Kratos riding a back of a Titan and fighting Poseidon, and this is Miles and Peter – taking on a gigantic city-sized version of Sandman. It's got to be 50 stories <laughs> tall, at least. <laughs> and everything going on, he's throwing vehicles at you. Uh, you get him in a bunch of little battles with a bunch of mini-me's, uh, which John predicted last week. That's right. He is one of his guesses would, right. was, what, <laughs> would Sandman have little versions of himself? And it came true. Mm-hmm. And I also want to note, before we get further into this, that this was John. John did not have this as one of his most anticipated games. I want to remind him <laughs> of that at the beginning of the year. He did not have Spider-Man Two. As- Dude, it,
1: I mean, it's no Atomic Heart, that's
0: for <laughs> yeah. sure. So I get to chastise him a little bit about that. But uh, John, what did you think of this opening uh, battle?
1: Yeah, it. it um, I really should have kind of expected it. You know what? Right. What the the takeaway that I had from it is uh, that PlayStation has a, a really uh, uh, substantial history with just having these crazy opening moments in games, right? You've you mentioned God of War 3 already, but even Miles Morales, you know, you're riding on the back of Rhino and doing that whole yep. thing in that game. Uh, the Last of Us has the very infamous uh, opening segment. You know, um, there's just a lot of these kind of games that just come out and punch real, real hard. And so. To have that um, a sequel to a game that I'm very familiar with on PS4 come out and to see like okay well what are you going to show me what's going to be what's going to be the way to raise this level to the next level uh, they didn't leave any room for doubt immediately <laughs> you know yeah you, you see the sand uh, across the water right and. Uh, I think, you know, they put him there for one big reason to show you like, oh, I can go off of Manhattan. We knew that that was going to happen, but to like, you know, see it happen in real time was, you know, a great way to start the game. But just with all the sand particle effects and everything, you know, flying around, zooming in, um, I got to give a shout out, huge shout out to the music that they selected for this part of the game. Because, yeah, again, like this is three minutes from hitting start and you're already, you're vibing with the music, you're, you're, inherently at least I was just excited to see Miles and Peter together like just them being around each other was a cool feeling that mm-hmm. you know I've, I don't think anybody's really ever felt in any video game ever except for maybe Avengers and even that is not on this type of level but mm. it, it just really set the stage for what the game is going to be and um, you know really kind of showed that it is going to have ways to one-up everything that came before it and uh, makes me excited to see yeah definitely where the story is going to be going from there on out for sure
0: yeah i'm glad you brought up that yeah fighting along miles have you naturally run into that into the world yet yeah yeah that's that's also a cool moment is that just like the last game there there are crimes being committed and you know you're it's up to you if you want to go do them you, you know you'll get some experience some loot and all that but uh you'll go there and miles will already be mid-combat like fighting yeah. guys and you you'll you know combine moves together to finish guys off
1: it's i love it when you do the you know when you have your meter and you hit a triangle and circle to do a finisher and like i don't notice that miles is there and all of a sudden he <laughs> swings through and like gives me like finger guns i yes. just, like it's great it's great stuff
0: yeah 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 and then like i don't know if you've ever done it after the fight you can interact with them yeah they did the spider point yeah that's <laughs> the the point, pointy, pointy. thing yeah uh yeah i'm glad that it highlighted that and then the other strong point about this opening is it gives you the wingsuit immediately. Yeah. and we'll <laughs> we get, know you're gonna want this. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll definitely get into the, the how awesome traversal is in general. But but again, to give you such a critical piece of traversal and not wait till halfway through the game or anything like that, like right off the bat, you have this incredibly fast and efficient way to travel through this world at an incredible speed. is is pretty sweet, and it's I I hand. My hand is off to Insomniac for giving you that right off the bat. Like that Your
1: hand's off. Not your hat? <laughs> yeah. You took your off. hand off. You can't hat play off. you can't play it then.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry again, I'm tired. Know, I'm I playing know. so much Spider Man. Just busting Man. balls. <laughs> my hat off to Insomniac for yeah. It's just it is probably the biggest game changer going from, you know, Spider Man one to this one is is A, you know, the SSD fast loading, but how they can take advantage of that by having the wingsuit in it. So
1: I mean, it's it's it maintained its crown of being probably the most satisfying, most fun, simple like just simple traversal of a world. In right. any. Like there's just nothing like it. You know, any open world game. Yeah, you can jump in a car. Cyberpunk's beautiful. It's great. You can summon your car. That's cool. But there's nothing like like this. Just just yeah. pure kinetic fun.
0: Yeah, I think there's very few franchises that can say just that. The act of getting around the world is fun, you know, I think probably maybe Nintendo's the only one that can match Insomniac as far as like, hey, if I want to get to this world, there are some fun ways to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you think of Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, that's definitely, <laughs> there's a <laughs> lot of creativity there for sure.
0: Yeah, so, uh, but uh, I got some, I got three strong points and three weak points. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to Where do you want to start with?
1: Let's get the bad out of the way. (laughs) No, no, that's weird. Say the good stuff first. that's how how people always. Okay, yeah. Well,
0: yeah. Right off, like we'll just continue. The traversal is number one. Yep. The wingsuit, the abilities you have to slingshot yourself. Uh, You hold L2 and X. This is a uh, upgradable ability, so you don't have it. I think it's the first one you get. It's one of them, yeah. Yeah, it's like, and then you can just slingshot. So if you're stuck on the ground, you know, you're instantly can get back to moving yeah. back to swinging or flying or whatever it is. And then with the wingsuit comes these wind tunnels. Like mm. they like your AR kind of like displays them as wind tunnels, but it's just windy there. Yeah. Or there's updraft points and just those as well are just make getting around the world. So great. And, and right off the bat, you don't have access to fast travel, but when you do, Holy shit! Basketball is, <laughs> yeah. is, is no joke. Just in, it's, a, it's a technical marvel. Like yeah. it just to load right into that world like that, from anywhere on the point on any point on the map. Once you've unlocked it in that burrow or that section, it's just.
1: Yeah, when you think of that, some games need to still incorporate the little squeeze-through sections just yeah. to load the next little area. Yeah, it's it's quite impressive. you know. And I remember seeing some things like when Horizon came out. It might have even been Zero Dawn. They were talking about how did they make this world look so beautiful and load at the time with the PS4 like as fast as it did. Or maybe it was even Forbidden West with the PS5. And, you know, yeah, they incorporate all these crazy techniques where it's like, you know, it's only loading what's in front of you and it's just so fast that you can turn around and it loads it again. But, yeah, you're right, man. Like, Insomniac... Really needs to. Insomniac and so, I mean, I Sucker Punch seem to be the two that figured out the, the the fast loading better than anybody.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, man. It's just so good. Yeah. <laughs> Second one, the audio design. The, are, have you playing? You're playing with headphones, right? Yeah. It, it's just so good. Like, like so many of the like collectibles, I just, I just locate because of the audio. Like, either it's in my the 3D Pulse headset, and I can just figure it out from there. Or just like the um, one of the collectibles is these little spiders, and as you get close to it, your dual sense is going crazy. Like your, the audio being used to the dual sense is just great too. Like if you mute that game and just swing around, there's so many sound yeah. effects just coming through the dual sense. I like,
1: remember feeling that with Returnal. I'm like, whoa! Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All the thips and all the the swinging is coming through. It just it just it adds to the immersion and it adds to the the what I think they were really going for is like avoiding always having to look at a mini-map or a map in general to find things. It's yeah. just like coming across it
1: naturally. Defeats the purpose of the fast travel if you're constantly right. Inter- interrupting <laughs> it Right,
0: it. right. So that, that when you're just swinging and enjoying the world, Is like you're just naturally drawn through this audio design to like do do specific points. And we've talked about it before because this was in the other games. Is just that the fact that they have two audio tracks. One for when your guy, when either the Spider Men are swinging, or yeah. when you're just sitting perched. There are two different audio tracks, so their voices sound different whether you're just standing or swinging. And, and Insomniac, wow, just great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and what are your what are your bad? I, gotta, you gotta get well, the, we, I got. Well, we got my the, third one. Oh, it's uh, just uh, the, it's
0: just the animation. Okay. Just, just the way that you can you just feel like Spider Man. Like one of the combos I did, like finishing the last guy he was in like that typical spider all four poses at the end. And I was like, that looks so dope. Yeah. Like that looks yeah. so good. And just, and just the way you were able to, and this was in the previous games too, you know, the way you swing and you can do the, like the tricks and, mm-hmm. you know, just, just from a, and the, the difference, all the different suits on top of that. And that if you use in like an across the spider verse suit, you're all of a sudden animating differently. Yeah. It's just, yeah, oh I mean, gosh. well, and that's
1: not even to mention, yeah, the the intricacies of the combat, and you know how there's many different finishers that just kind of happen at random. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's always so satisfying to stay in the air for a very long time. Like that's something I've realized with this. Like in the, I like the way that they animate it where. Yeah, you, you you can do your hold square. You launch the guy up into the air. You hold triangle. You can launch another guy. But you, I think there's even a trophy for getting like 30 straight air tricks in a row, or something, yeah, there or air is. air combat things in a row, and um, they all make it look so good and so fluid. And not that that I wasn't expecting it, but. Um, you know, it's, it, it really is uh, black magic that they do in Insomniac.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's not even necessary, like, all the, the tricks you can do. It's just something fun to, like, mm-hmm. add to while you're swinging around that, you, you know, you can perform little stunts. Yeah. All right. So you ready for the weaknesses? Sure. First one is the loot system. Mm-hmm. The games do not need, and this will come up again when we talk about another game later, simplify your loot. This game has what is it um, just the parts, the, like the loose like the tech, inter- tech parts, tech parts. you have rare parts, you have hero tokens, you have city, city tokens. tokens. and it's just it's just too much. Well
1: like- and, and oftentimes those parts do different thing right Right. the the tech parts will do your suits and your gadgets but then your city things it's just like it it, none of it makes sense right none of it has a cohesive reason for it
0: yeah just just make it either one or two resources and just be done with it like i don't know why we gotta and i know like it's just like we everything's got to be rpg to all hell now and i know like loot is give me the loot yeah important to a lot of people and they like seeing like oh i'm getting more of this currency and this currency but I don't like it. I think there was a reason Cyberpunk Phantom or Cyberpunk Twenty Seventy Seven 2.0 got rid of it all and simplified it. Because I think a lot of feedback is like, it's, this doesn't work. Yeah. It's confusing. Yeah. You know, and in a game that's prides itself on so many options, so many ways to simplify the game, like the accessibility options is a strong point on this too. If you go through there, there's just mm-hmm. so many things you can change about the game, but you need you needed to simplify this. Like I. I
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure developers are just, you know, constantly worried nowadays because people love to be unreasonable. That, right. Like, you know, hey, well, 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 well you, you know, you you had four loot systems in the old game and you had two now. This game's half as good. And it's yeah. like, just think about what you're saying for a second and try and, try and you know, take a step back and not just jump to a conclusion. But that's my guess is that, yeah, Insomniac's just like, well... You and, know, more means that people get more out of the game. And look at it. I mean, look at God
0: of War Ragnarok, I think is the same issue is just like too, too much weird, yeah. different things like that that I got to keep track of if I want to get certain just certain let my weapons up.
1: get stronger, give me new abilities. And I don't really care about the ticky tacky shit in right, between.
0: Right. Exactly. I don't need to get lost in the weeds. I'm here to play the game. But yeah. again, like I said, RP- tie it's to leveling up or something. <laughs> Tell that the people loving Baldur's Gate three, you know, it's like right. they, that's a big part of why they love it. Um. And then, uh, so yeah, moving on to that is is the perks and upgrade system. There's just too much. In this game, you're upgrading the suits, <laughs> which is four separate things. Now it's what uh, uh, health, damage, focus, and traversal. You're updating your four different. Um, I think no, five different. It's four, yeah, five different gadgets now mm-hmm. from what which were in the previous games, um, and then finally you're upgrading the perks for both Spider man and then just uh, Peter and just Miles. Yeah. And there are so many moves in there. There's so many things going on that it's just like, yeah, John and I were talking earlier. And it's like, he's, I was talking about one move. I'm like, I've never even done this once. And he's like, I'm using it all the time. And then he goes to mention a move that he's not doing. And I'm like, I'm doing that one all yeah. the time.
1: <laughs> like- yeah. You, it's like you only have the ability to keep... Um- 5 to 10 move sets in your head at any given time figure out which ones work for you but yeah it does it does cuz a lot of the moves are sequence based right it's right. not it's not like it's a, you know so you hold triangle and after you hold triangle then you hit r1 with this button and it'll shoot that at this and then okay but that's different <laughs> than if you press triangle and then and then do r1 like my son was having a really hard time uh, one of the things that they did in this game that's new is the ability to create zip line or um, web lines wherever yeah. you want to, right? To kind of sneak yeah. around and do that. Um, and he was having a really hard time getting kind of frustrated because he's like, dad, this isn't working. And I take the controller and I do it immediately. And he's like, what the heck? And <laughs> I give it back to him and he can't do it. And I'm like, what is ha-? like?" I was like, what is happening? And he was just he was long pressing triangle and you just have to tap it. Yeah. But it wasn't even a long press. It was like kind of like a one to two second press.
0: But that probably does something else either later in the yeah, game. Exactly. Or, yeah, exactly. And, and, and so, yeah, it does it
1: kind of uh, – yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah,
0: yeah. And since you mentioned it, let's talk about the web lines very briefly because I that is amazing. That's another amazing decision is your ability to create basically all your perch spots when you're doing the stealth sections of the game. You can basically perch yourself anywhere. Like you just create a web line and you can – You can cross it, and you're like, oh, hey, I want to go over here. You can just create another web line. It joins to your existing web line, and it just just works. Like It's just really smart, and it gives you just more options to play in these little arenas that they give you when you have to do stealth sections. So definitely a plus there. And then this is a, a concern I've had with the game, the previous games too, is that the combat gets too hectic. It gets too crazy, especially later in the game. Um, this was a problem in the other games, too. Like, that fucking rocket launcher guy. Oh, like he, he's back, I huh? fucking hate him. He's back. <laughs> yeah. You'll be in the middle of combat with all these other guys, and here comes that fucking rocket launcher, and it just...
1: It beep, just beep, it, beep, yeah, beep, 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 beep.
0: it blows up the screen, and it... It takes up the screen it takes you out of whatever you're doing you're on the ground and of course he's loading up to do another one or there's more than one of them so it's happening
1: again and again and you and abandon it, everybody you've been fighting be like, where are you fucker? yeah where are i gotta you? go take
0: him and that and the same thing with like the sniper guys too like that they're just as much of a like just getting in your way of your combo but then you also introduce like there's flying birds in this mm-hmm. and then the dogs too and the dogs have the ability to go into ability-disable mode, and you can't use your abilities anymore or your gadgets. Oh, oh. <laughs> so it's sure. Just, so you have, like, all these, like, factors. Oh, that, that Craven. Yeah, you have, you have all these things happening, and it just it never feels great because, like, typically – to take a guy out is not even just one combo. It's like a combo mm-hmm. to get him on the ground and then you are one him the web him there and that that finishes him, but if you either don't have enough web shooters or you move on, he's getting back up and he's back into the fray. So some of these common encounters are just just too much. It is
1: funny cuz I never use my webs when I fight <laughs> like ever. And I wonder I wonder if I've played so much, you know, uh, The show, you know, Spider-Man, I think I had 220 hours, and Miles I had 200 hours, and obviously most of it my son. But I wonder if I've gotten so good at the combat that, like... Because, you know, at least in the beginning, right? Again, I'm 5% into this game. I'm not getting touched. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I'm not at rocket launches and stuff, but, like, you know, it has the big, long, white line that turns red when you're about to get shot, and I'm really good at dodging at the right time. Like, my combos are always near 100, but... um, because I never even thought about like, oh, if I knock them down, then I can web them and they'll stay there. I was like, never really thought. about that. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs>
0: and then, then I mean, even later, you get the you get like these bigger shielder like mini boss enemies that join the fray, and it's yeah. just it does become a just it just comes a lot. And I mean, you do they are you are free to use like gadgets like crazy. You have all the abilities now that you there's new versions of all those. That uh, will really help with all this, but it does. At some points, I just feel like I'm getting frustrated.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely probably a part of video game culture that needs to evolve, right? Similarly to how like open world games always kind of have a similar, similar, similar formula. I feel like the ramp-up in enemy design is pretty typical for these kinds right. of games, right? Okay, right. you start with basic, then you add ranged, then you add armored, then you add heavy armor, uh, yeah, and then you <laughs> add ranged heavy, you know, and it just kind of gets to a point where you're like, all right, I'm sick of this. Because right. um, I remember even in Cyberpunk, like, I hate the hacker guys. It's like, where yeah. are you? Stop it. Like, I don't I don't even want you here. right? Um, so, you know, it, it's if a game does that you need to make sure that they have their systems in place well enough to to allow you to handle handle the enemies in an efficient, efficient manner whether it's through your gadgets or abilities and stuff and so sounds like it is in but it could could have been refined a little bit yeah and
0: again this is just a like frustration i For sure. i'm in i'm in love with this game it's it's so good <laughs> you know i'm probably going to have it finished easily by next podcast uh but it's still just like you know I gotta nitpick a little bit. Of course, <laughs> nothing's perfect. <laughs> because I do think, Except like, like you 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 mentioned Arkham, uh, the Arkham series last week. If this will. This will take it. So Arkham's been in my brain because they, they they share a lot of the same DNA. Kind of the Arkham series ended in 2015, and this has kind of taken the mantle. And yeah. a lot of the same ideas that these games are both love letters to their specific superheroes, all the different suits, all the different combat that make you feel really a lot like that, that character, either Batman or Spider-Man. But I do think I like Batman's combat more than... Uh, than this because I think this yeah it gets too hectic and too crazy and I don't know I th- I felt like I had a better I managed it a lot better in Batman as opposed to
1: this but yeah again. for me to have an opinion on that I definitely would have to go back and play those um, mm-hmm. but the the reason I like Spider Man a lot though is just because yeah it's and Batman was similar to similar to where he could jump fucking 40 feet across the screen if he needed to hit a guy. Mm-hmm. But I just like that I'm never out of it where I'm just like, okay, where's somebody? And I hold triangle and he just zips to him. And I'm just, con- <laughs> you just constantly, yeah. you can just keep everything stringing together and it feels very, very, very good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I think like the combat is at its best the more open it is. Yeah. Because then you are swinging around, you're jumping around. I think grabbing when,
1: things off the wall, throwing them at people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're, you're it's like, yeah, when you're on the streets of Manhattan and doing one of those crimes, it's like, wow, this is just, Crazy! This is how Spider-Man would fight: jumping off a wall, swinging around. It would be—it's just like that. But when you're indoors, it's just, it just sometimes it gets just a little much.
1: Sure. But. I got some questions for you, if you unless if you, unless if you got a little bit more.
0: Uh, I only—I have only one more point to talk about. Do it, and that is the symbiote. Hmm. The and this was revealed in the trailer. I'm not saying anything that wasn't shown in that that gameplay trailer. Uh, is that Peter Parker does get the symbiote? It is. It is awesome. Yeah. Maybe I just leave it at that. It is awesome.
1: We can. We can. Yeah. Well, we're obviously. I don't know if we'll have a full on talk about this game when we both beat it. I don't know. Yeah, we have. We have we to could. figure that out. But yeah, you can say probably a little bit. Yeah, more because of for, there are specific
0: missions I really want to talk about. Yeah. Uh. So I think we'll we'll do a bonus episode and we'll just we'll just talk the story stuff. and yeah. The missions specifics. The specifics of the mission because I. Can't talk about my favorite mission without spoiling a lot, so we're gonna leave it at that. But I, I do think what they had to do with the symbiote is obviously, again, that going back to that animation, lo- making it look awesome when you're using those symbiote abilities, but also give making Peter feel like what the symbiote does to him, powerful.
1: Yeah. And holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Do you always you always want to be using the symbiote if you can? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's probably um, was the intended. Intended response.
0: Yeah, it, it's... I'll, one of the best things about video games is the power fantasy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being Spider-Man it is pretty powerful, but it's not, like, it doesn't feel like raw power like Kratos does. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. But with the Symbiote, you do feel like feel that Kratos. Yeah. So uh, that, it's great that they did that, and it does feel really good. It's almost you.
1: probably like a full-on rage mode, like, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it's it, it's great. I can't wait for you to get it too, John, because I think you'll 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 feel the same one way. day, Nick. One day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, Nick. Sure. Who are you playing? At? What's your what's your percentage breakdown when you have the ability, <laughs> Miles or Peter? What's your what, what would you say?
0: Uh, I think as as we said last week, it was a lot of Miles because I I still I I wish I wish this was not a Miles and Peter game, but I understand why because it's a Venom story, and you got to have Peter in. I would rather have Miles than any other spider person at this point. Sure. I'm just a little burnt out on Peter Parker. Sure. But that being said, once once he got (laughs) the symbiote— To the point where, like, you obviously get the symbiote black suit, and one of the greatest things about this game is all the unlockable suits. It's fucking awesome. All the suits are great. They it's like over 200
1: variations. Yeah,
0: yeah. Not only do you unlock suits, but you unlock different colors. So if you don't even like the, how the base suit looks, there's usually a color that I'm like, damn, that fucking looks great. But... Uh, to the point where once I got the symbiote with Peter, I was just in that suit the whole time. I was like, this just yep. makes story. There it is. It just, it just makes this A, it matches all the moves you're doing with the symbiote powers, but also just makes story sense that that would be the yeah. suit you'd have on the whole
1: time. Um, so, okay. Um, You've kind of already answered this one, but is this the greatest superhero game ever made? <laughs> I don't know yet. I Let me get to the finish line. Okay. <laughs> have you experienced any bugs? any Anything of note?
0: Yes. Yes, I have. Um, again, I I don't want to get into the spoilers. There's a side quest in this game uh, that kind of, like, teleports you. I've had that teleport not happen, and my guy was just walking forward in this, like, um, tunnel that usually, tel- yeah, the <laughs> void that usually shoots you, portals you to another area, but he just kept walking and then eventually fell through the floor and through the world and then died at the bottom Okay, when he hit the bottom of the world. Uh, so it just, the checkpoint system is very forgiving. It was loaded right there. Yeah. Um, I've had, I've had a hard crash and then I had a quest that got stuck. Okay. Like a lady started, I was talking to a lady for one of the, just the normal app phone side quest. Yeah. She stopped talking and I was just standing there in that zoomed in mode when you're talking mm-hmm. to yeah. people <laughs> and it never zoomed out. And I was just like, slowly what do you walking. need lady? <laughs> yeah. I was slowly walking backwards and then it was like, I'm like, Oh, I'm stuck. So I just start reload checkpoint, which again brought me right there. Yeah. Conversation started again and it resumed as normal. All so right. Three issues so
1: far. Okay. And then lastly, So I have a couple examples of this, but what tier would you put the story into for Sony Properties? Tier 1 being like (laughs) Last of Us, God of War, Ragnarok. Tier 2 being Ghost of Tsushima. Horizon, I know you're not as high on Horizon, but you might put that in Tier 2. And then Tier 3 would be like Ratchet and Clank, Days Gone, that kind of stuff. (laughs) And I know you haven't finished it yet, but what's what's your inkling tell you?
0: I think this is a Tier 1 story... Because, again, I think again, one of the insomniac strengths, again, with this franchise has been the writing and taking on characters that we know already, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I thought the Peter Doc Ock story in Spider-Man 1 was just awesome. Like, what a what a great way to do the character uh, and their rela- his relationship with Peter. And same here. I think this is the relationship between Harry and Peter and the, the division that causes with Miles. I think this is... You know, one of the better video game stories so far. Even if we'll talk about in the bonus, yeah, (laughs) spoiler stuff is like there's some choices that are just some just weird. Like there's just some some weak motivations for some characters at some
1: some points. So, all right. Well, you got anything? I I you know I obviously will need to play a lot more to have more (laughs) thoughts. But
0: uh yeah, this will be a reoccurring for sure. I would definitely want. Uh, You know, it's again, it's one of the big releases of the year. It's at
1: a 91 on Open Critic. Yeah,
0: it's it's doing very well. That I, yeah, I want to keep bringing it. I want to, I definitely want to review it and all that. But uh, the initial impressions, I mean, it's more of a good thing. Like, it's just building on everything we've experienced with the last two games. And yeah, they're, they're masters. Insomniac is one of the best developers in the world. And again, this is just them perfecting everything we've seen over the past you know really since Sunset Overdrive but you know definitely the last five years of output from them
1: you're gonna be a mess when Wolverine starts coming out (laughs) you're gonna be oh I know
0: I know it's but uh yeah funny that's a that's that's a good point because our next topic I wanted to bring up kind of all of the big first the big console makers have just popped off Sony with Spider-Man 2 Nintendo with Super Mario Brothers Wonder, which somehow beat Spider-Man 2. It's at a 92. It's Mario, and then, it's Mario dude. And then Xbox uh, just had Starfield, you know, the, the Apex RPG from Bethesda Studios. But kind of just, you know, this is going to be a lot of conjecture because it's, it's a, a lot of stuff we don't know. But I wanted to know, what's their next big game? Like what's going to be the next big game from each of these studios that is going to be on the level of a Starfield, the Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and Spider Man Two, uh, preferably next year. I'm sure that they all have plans to have a game like that next year. But you know, let's let's just put in put on our prediction caps and uh, sure. see what we can do. Is there a particular?
1: Um. No. Well, let's just do Sony because this is you okay. know primarily PlayStation focused. <laughs> um. You know, when I, when, I thought, when I was thinking about this, you know, I, there's a couple huge studios that haven't had anything out in a while, right? And Naughty Dog is kind of at the tip top of that list. So, initially, that's kind of what I immediately thought of. However, with the kerfuffle that's happened with factions, and that seemingly – it, it seems like it should have been out at this point, mm-hmm. if not early next year. That would lead me to think that they're probably going to get lept, leapfrogged by somebody, I don't think it's Insomniac. I think Wolverine's still going to be a probably two Sony first-party games away, if not three. But that leaves me with two other studios I think that might be ready to go, and that's Sucker Punch with Ghost of Tsushima two, mm-hmm. and whatever Blue Point's working on. Okay. And I don't know, obviously, what that's going to be. There was rumors that that would be a one for the first time doing a uh, their own thing, not remaking something. Mm-hmm which could be reason why it's taking a little bit longer because they do typically run on a quicker cycle. They did uh, Shadow of the Colossus uh, in 2018, uh, Demon's Souls in 2020, and I believe they had a couple games come out you know two years before Shadow of the Colossus or it might have been like Uncharted, Legacy of Thieves or something like that. So I think they're ready to go too. Everybody else I think is, is a little bit farther away, but if I'm going to put my cap on one, I'm going to say... Ghost of Tsushima two will be a s- summary release next, next year. year. Yes. So you think that that'll, that'll yes. be their next big game? I mean, you know, we're still waiting for that big blowout of what you know the single player Sony games are coming, and I think everybody's going to be ready to to go. The release cycles from announcement to release is much shorter now, so I think having something here within the next couple months, type of showcase, saying, "Hey, Ghost of Tsushima." Tsushima Two is real and it's here this summer. That's going to be my Yeah,
0: guess. I, I, we do have the Game Awards coming, so you know there could be. There's definitely room for an announcement of what. Like I said, it's the only thing we know about is Marvel's Wolverine, and I'm assuming you don't think any of the next big live service games will be the next big thing. No, no, <laughs> I don't think. I don't think so. I, I don't even I know think if it will be out next year. They're
1: internally, I think, really trying to figure some shit out. <laughs> if I, you know. I, these games take a little bit longer to um, make in general, and then if you're bringing Bungie in to kind of evaluate, looking at long-term plans, I think. And, you know, you, you got one shot with these things, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you want these to be cash cows, it's it would behoove you to take the time and, and make sure that they're absolutely perfect. Otherwise, it's never going to matter. Yeah,
0: and I just want to specify, we're talking first-party games here because, you know, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth will definitely be a big game for Sony next year, but it, I just want to focus on first-party and I noticed you didn't say anything about Sony Bend. Is this because they will not be making a game that we would consider their big game, or <laughs> if I'm being honest, yes.
1: <laughs> I, you know, Sony Bend is a weird one for me because I was never into Siphon Filter. I never played Days Gone. Um, I never played the Uncharted Golden Abyss. And all I can ever, when I think of them, I think of how long it took them to release. It takes them to release games. So, what if what, I don't if, know.
0: what if their next project is because. We 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 believe an Uncharted game is coming, but mm-hmm. not from Naughty Dog. If they're if if they're taking up the mantle for whatever the next Uncharted is, whether it's Uncharted
1: Five or a Lost Legacy or something. Yeah. Um, that's a really good guess. Yeah, I mean, and that makes sense because there was that one weird little shot that they had of um, yeah. a random Tomb <laughs> Explorer uh, in one of their like spoiler or uh, sizzle reel things. Yeah. So that while never confirmed or talked about from sony is the only other existence of something in the wild from an unannounced game so yeah yeah, i mean uh that would that would be that would be some some uh, good thought by you my friend Mm -hmm.
0: and then and then finally this sony santa monica god of war half step yeah any any chance that 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 could be the
1: next big game i don't think so i don't you know that's that's some insomniac level turnaround time right there. <laughs> um, no, I I, I don't. I, I think that would be saved for like a little maybe next fall type type thing. Like it's not. I don't know if they would want to. It's hard to say because God of War so. Fucking awesome and, and revered, but like, would you want to tent pole yourself under one of these smaller games? I don't know. I think, well, I think
0: I think the point of these smaller games is the, the quicker turnaround, like for sure. get more
1: projects out with
0: existing assets and and you know make overall game development easier and cheaper.
1: Uh, but uh, I think if 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 the Ragnarok Half Step were to be the next game, I think you could say that Sony somehow has a weird studio management problem because you still have <laughs> used so many other teams that haven't released anything in a right. while, that, yeah, it'd be great, but then I was, well, what are your other teams doing? If Insomniac <laughs> is churning them out like this, if Sony Santa Monica can seemingly do the same thing, like, what's what's up? So, Because, sure. you know, that would be the idea, I would think, is when you have these, you know, a 20-team t- portfolio or whatever, however many they have, I think they have, I don't know, 14, 15, something like that, they help each other, they, they right. work with each other, they figure yeah. it out so that they can all, you know, all, Rising Tide sinks all, no, nope, that's not it. A rising tide lifts all boats, not sinks all boats. Um, yeah, it'd be weird, but maybe. Okay. Yeah. But I, I think your bend idea with Uncharted is that's a good
0: one. <laughs> that's a good one. Cool. Yeah, I'm good. I'm. Yeah, it's 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 so hard to say, but
1: yeah, Naughty Dog's been talking about they're working on something else too besides factions and right.
0: I don't know. Yeah, but it's so yeah, it's so hard to say. It's like, and with all these these predictions, it's like.
1: I don't know (laughs) you know
0: everyone keeps their cards so close now that it's that you just don't know and we're just
1: I I think it's safe to say Sucker Punch is working on Ghost 2
0: yeah Sucker Punch and Sony Bend I think are the the big one I think any other developer it's going to be way too soon and I mean, a God of War half step would be would be a
1: huge game. Like, I think. <laughs> what about like if Housemark returned back to their weird little arcade roots and released <laughs> release some? <laughs> I don't like, think we would consider it a big game. No, though. no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Wouldn't like the. I mean, so, shit, man. Returnal wasn't even that big, and uh, that game's awesome.
0: So yeah, I think yeah. Uh, so I, we're gonna Ghost of Tsushima sequel or an Uncharted sequel would, is definitely high on our list for sure. for the next Sony big game. All right, what do who do you want to do next? Microsoft. X-Botter oh boy you go first time <laughs> boy where to begin with microsoft um again we have talked a lot about their litany of not releasing games and their response to having kind of a poor release schedule was basically say every game that they've ever made as that's coming like i don't think there's a single game that we don't know they're working on whether it be outer worlds 2 um, hellblade 2 uh, elder scrolls 6
1: Uh Contraband of Val Indiana Jones.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the the Clockwork Revolution fable. It's just perfect dark. Um God, it is pretty
1: weird.
0: (laughs) You know, there's so so many and they did the kind of the same thing earlier this year too with South of Midnight and that Clockwork Revolution and you know, they stated the K three and it's Mm, just it's
1: just uh, I don't know. <laughs> like they have so I mean, many studios Gears? now. I'm sure Gears, whatever.
0: Yeah, Gears, uh, uh, maybe a Halo project. Who th- who knows? Like it's they're just they they vomited out everything they're working on. So it is kind of hard to like go like, well, what would be the what would be the the next thing, the next big thing? And I I'm thinking it probably is the Outer Worlds too. Like it's been long enough for, since that game, the first game released and but the,
1: do you think I'm already you know, now I'm doubting myself because
0: it's like well Starfield just came out would it be would the next well, big game be another space-firing
1: RPG well and the, the other side of that too is Obsidian's also working on another game Yeah, about, yeah. which oh that's true too which yeah. is kind of the one I have okay of being you know put, <laughs> I I have two I you know I always got to hedge my bets but yeah I mean you know that's the question do you think Outer Worlds 2 being a existing property that they can use assets for that they can probably have a quicker development cycle ahead of avowed but avowed was announced first like right. you know what what's what's that look like
0: you're you're right you're right you're right you you dissuade me yeah the outer worlds 2 is not yes. it's avowed yeah you're right avowed well at least that game will
1: come before outer worlds i would 2 think so be, because because of starfield um. yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, I I mean that would make sense to me. They announced Avowed a couple of years ago now. I mean, they've started showing off other parts of it. It seems from from what I understand about the project is it's you know, it's not Skyrim. It's not going to be as crazy huge as that. It's more like the uh, how the Outer Worlds is to Fallout, how Avowed will be to Skyrim. So it's going to be a smaller scale, a little more dense, a little more uh, probably narrative uh, dialogue based. Um, so I could see them getting that out.
0: Yeah, and, and not and we saw late. that this summer and it looked it looked a lot further along. We yeah. actually saw the game being played, you know. And a lot of these games definitely cannot say that, you know. Like I like I I would love to think Fable's the next big game, but we didn't see very much of it. And it's only been um, two years since they finished Forza Horizon uh, yeah. Five, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only other one that I think uh, could beat uh, beat avowed to the starting line would be Hellblade Two. I mean, yeah, that's, just that's just right. in the sense that <laughs> it's been announced for so long, it was one of the very first announced next gen titles. Yeah, um, it looked to be pretty far along when they showed it off with that huge, giant-looking creature. Right. Thing I think about Hellblade though is that it's not going to be a big game. Like even if they position it as that, it's not going to be. It's an it's a it's a art piece, right? It's great. I played the first one. I thought it was amazing. I thought yeah. the the um, headphone interaction type thing was really really cool. But it's not going to light the world on fire. It's not. It doesn't have a long tail. It's going to come out. It's going to be on Game Pass. It's going to sell not very many copies, and then it's yeah. you know, it'll be gone. Yeah, so. and we'll.
0: Yeah, and it's Ninja Theory, which uh, nothing against Ninja Theory, but they've never, you know, they. Re, I, this has kind of been their only hit. Was the first game? Did you play was, the first one? No. Oh, okay.
1: You you would like it.
0: It was kind of their only like, I and mean, I by hit I probably just mean critical hit. I don't know how well it sold, but uh, their their previous games have not sold. So it it'll be interesting. Yeah, the 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 scale that this game looks and that demo that you mentioned. Oh, can, that's can, right. Can
1: they, they did DMC. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I like that game actually. I do too. I do too. I think they got the shaft on yeah. fans not letting someone
1: else touch their their, their video favorite game fans gaunty. being sensitive. Ooh. <laughs>
0: um.
1: All right, and then Nintendo. So, so I'll go with this one.
0: So Nintendo, I th- the only two games I know that are announced is Princess Peach Showtime and Metroid Prime Four, mm-hmm. right? I don't that's think correct. Th- I don't think they have anything that's not a remake, an HD remake of a previous game. No, no. On I mean, the
1: they've, their their announcements have all been re, yeah remakes and stuff because the Switch Two is getting ramped up. So, oh, so you believe
0: the Switch Two is going to be out next year? I do. Yeah. Okay. I mean,
1: it, at that point, it's So, yeah. so the next first, be,
0: the next big game is going to be a launch title for the Switch Two, I would assume.
1: Maybe unless Prince. I mean, I would imagine Princess Peach is going to come out in January, February. It'll it'll be. Uh, I think it has a release date. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, like it's early next year, and 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 quite honestly, man, I don't know if I consider Princess Peach Showtime to be in this like level of conversation. You know, it's, no. it's a Yoshi's crafted world. It's a you know, yeah, Kirby, yeah, but, like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it'll be Metroid Prime Four with the release of the new console. I mean, especially with the Activision Blizzard deal going through, they've you know said that Call of Duty will have parody on that Nintendo, and I'm sorry, you're not getting parody on the old Switch. So they gotta they gotta get that shit out quickly, but. Yeah, so I think Metroid Prime 4, but, you know, if it wasn't for Super Mario Wonder, I probably would have said we're getting a 3D Mario game next year. It's been uh it'll be 7 years next year since Odyssey mm-hmm. and you know, um that's more than enough time, but Wonder was such a hit and seems to be so good that maybe they say, "Well, we can let it cook for a little bit longer." I don't know. Sure.
0: Sure. But do you know how they really would sell the Switch 2? Pokemon. <laughs> no. No. And I the Pokemon games, to yeah, and we're, not considering, we're not considering those. We're not considering those. Yeah, I don't, so. I don't consider. I mean, they're big games as far as like sales and whatnot, but I don't think they'd be like they're not critically like like a Mario Brothers Wonder or Tears of the Kingdom no. uh, level. But you know, I think if you want to go big, you go to one of your best-selling franchises of all time, Animal Crossing. No, well, ooh, that's a good answer too. That is a good answer, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah, twenty twenty was the last Animal Crossing Fire Emblem. No. <laughs> mm, okay. You go Mario Kart. Uh, it's time. It's time. It's time. You know, for they, a lost they, they've been, they've been, yeah, they've been, well, they've been supporting Mario Kart. The is it eight? Yeah. For so long. I think it's eleven years. Yeah, for over two console generations already. It's time to really wow people, and get that next mm, generation time. of, of, you know, tracks and design and characters and start that that content drip again, and it's with. It's with a Mario Kart.
1: Hot take: Mario Kart sucks.
0: Oh, I'm I'm, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I, know, I know. But I, I know. but I believe like the next big game. No, that's that's a, that's a great. Like, guess. If a Mario I mean, Kart, like you said, I, w- I would instantly go to a, some kind of Mario Odyssey uh, successor. But with Super Mario Brothers Wonder out, it's time to go. It's it's time.
1: We're gonna do a live live little trivia question, Nick. How many copies has Mario Kart Eight sold? <laughs>
0: Uh, it's probably up there with the Grand Theft Auto fives. Probably, probably, uh, maybe has crossed hundred million, but I'm gonna say not hasn't gotten there yet.
1: Nah, it hasn't it hasn't quite got. Well, uh, man, I'm having a hard time talking today. It hasn't <laughs> quite gotten there uh, yet. It's at sixty-four million. Okay, which is still bananas. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, I think I think that would be the smart move. They've been, you know, like I said, they're supporting Mario Kart. It's a big franchise, as John just really pointed out. And I think if you want to sell a new platform, as much as I, I love the Metroid Prime series, Metroid as a series is just not not the system seller. It's you gotta yeah. you gotta gotta go big, and I think
1: Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart Eight is the number one Nintendo Switch at fifty five million. Animal Crossing number two at forty three million, and then yeah, so Smash both- Ultimate at thirty two. So like it, it yeah it's it dwarfs. More, it's more than twice the amount of Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> about twice as much as Breath of the Wild. It's is crazy. Yeah. So, uh,
0: so there you have it. Again, we we don't have any insider information. This is just just what we feel in our balls. Mm. This is John likes to say. My loins. Yeah. That. Uh, My <laughs> that. Uh, yeah. So. So hopefully hopefully we're right. But you know, again, this was a total shot in the dark, and just just a fun thing to think about. Yep. All right. Moving on. Back to the character Battle Royale. We're battling. (laughs) We are battling. battling. Again, if you want to vote on this, please follow us on Twitter at PSPalsPod or email in at PlayStationPalsPod at gmail.com. Any of those things will get you a vote in our current video game character Battle Royale. And uh, not shocking, the winners of last week were Dante Mm -hmm. beating out Sam Porter Bridges.
1: Shocker. (laughs) Good restraint, Will, for not voting for Sam Porter Bridges. <laughs> yeah, good restraint. Not, vo-
0: not voting at all, or n- maybe not voting at all, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he got—he didn't get any votes. And then Solid Snake defeating Bayonetta, who did also wouldn't did happen, but that's
1: fine. I'll allow it. <laughs> you never know; you anything never can know. happen
0: on the battlefield, John. Even love. That's true. So, <laughs> even love. What can? That's the question from Elgar Solid. Can love bloom even on a battlefield? Oh well, sorry, I didn't know that. I'm, well, I'm, now I'm asking you: Can love bloom even on a battlefield? Can you fall in love? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're trying to survive and not die. <laughs> well, Otacon would say otherwise. Sure. <laughs>
1: oh, Otakon!
0: Otakon! All right, John. So we are we are moving we're moving back into a, the the current bouts for today. Mm-hmm. We got Banjo Kazooie facing off against Monacuma, and we have Mario of Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> facing Shovel Knight, uh, and I believe I am going first this time. So, which which matchup do you want? To do I do uh,
1: You dealer's choice. You're going first. You choose. All right,
0: let's we let's get the easy one out of the way: Mario versus Shovel Knight. Oh, do you hear that? You hear that? That po- <laughs> or that?
1: Uh, uh, man, I can't think today. Optimism, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> All Although, right. I will start the timer when you start so, talking.
0: So, Mario, the, one of the most iconic characters in all of gaming. I mean, his list of abilities, because he's been in so many games, is too long to count. You know what they are. Uh, suit changes, fireballs, star powers. He's got it all. Monokuma, or not Monacuma. Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight will be way too overwhelmed with all of these abilities. And speaking of all those games... Like, how many people have has Mario faced off against in his career that spans the last 30 years? Uh, a lot, a lot of guys, a lot of enemies, a lot of bosses, a lot of characters who think they can take him out, all lost. He's won every game. There's not a game he has. He's he's lost at the end. He's a kart racer, a smash contestant, and just an overall, a pillar of video games. He ain't losing to Shovel Knight. Not to Shovel
1: Knight? All right. Let's go back to my timer. Why can't I go back to my timer? Timer, all right. You know, Nick, you mentioned all the fights that Mario's won, but um, I think there's this little Goomba from the stage 1-1 that's killed Mario about 26 million times. They figured out that this little guy has killed Mario more than any other character in in history has killed a video game character, and he lost to a little mushroom man? I don't know about that, man. Yeah, fire Mario, sure, he can throw lightning, or he can throw uh, fireballs at me, but I have a shovel. I'll hit him right back at you. That's part of my gimmick. And let's not just forget, Nick, we're fighting here. This doesn't mean that Mario gets to surround himself with mushrooms and flowers and warp stars. (laughs) We're on a battlefield. We're going head-to-head. So we're taking a little plumber versus an armed knight. With a, with a weapon. I don't think there's anything that really you're going to be able to do if you can't have access to your tanuki suits and your fire suits and your free suits and your drill suits and your cloud suits, right? That's all. He's a, he's a one-trick pony. He just needs help from somebody else to make sure that he can do what he needs to do. You know, I'm going to dig a grave, man. I'm going to dig a grave. I'm going to throw Mario in it, or Shovel Knight is, and he's going to, you know, bury him with his shovel. <laughs> all right. Okay, Monokuma versus Banjo Kazooie. Before,
0: before we do this one, do you are you familiar with Banjo and Kazooie at all? Not really. <laughs> are you? No. <laughs> okay, good. No. So this is yeah, this is this out of left field. And I was a Nintendo sixty four kid. Like I had one. Yeah. So I and I I probably played it, but I just I don't think I ever like, got into it. So
1: I mean, it's it's basically a collect-a-thon, the Dragon type game, right? Yeah, it's just, it's in the
0: same vein of okay. those type. The Mario 64 is the um, Conker. Uh, what was the... Uh, the Donkey Kong 64. A lot of those games are very similar. But for some sure. reason, he has some weird cult following. You know, people were pretty excited about him appearing in Smash Brothers. So.
1: That was just an era of video games where we all were... Everything was nostalgic, yeah, right? Yeah, we... Yeah. we <laughs> Yeah, so that's not surprising, but no, I've never played him, so... Yeah. All right, okay. I got to defend... Yeah, I got to go to battle for Monokuma here.
0: Well, I, I thought I'd go first. Oh,
1: well, I mean, you you went first with the last round. I mean, I thought that's we... That's how we did it last week. Okay, well, you you do you, my dude. <laughs> you do you. I'll just get more ammunition when you say things. okay. <laughs> All right, and I'll go when you talk.
0: All right, instantly, Banjo and Kazooie is a two-verse-one that you're facing two people at once you're facing a bear and a bird and you know i don't even have to explain the deadliness of a bear to another bear but uh (laughs) (laughs) but uh you have a bird and the bird is the tricky part because he's the one firing all the different eggs with different abilities including a clockwork egg a golden egg a proximity egg a battery egg you know and they either blow up or shock or do any kind of damage to the opponent. Uh, again, this is another character that is in Super Smash Bros. He has an experience against all kinds of different opponents. And speaking of Monokuma, Manakuma doesn't really get his hands dirty until the till a bunch of high school kids tell him that this is the guilty party. Then he finally gets his hands dirty. He doesn't do anything until that happens. you know. So if he's facing a guy one-on-one and that guy's ready for him... Manakuma, ah. boom all right <laughs>
1: yeah, i was on the same vein. does anyone know monokuma listen <laughs> nope that's why i'm gonna have to spend a little bit of time here all right monokuma is a vicious teddy bear from the danganronpa <laughs> series but if you look up a picture of him folks you will see he's got it shaped teeth right he smiles he's gonna bite the shit out of you you mentioned he's a bear too nick but he's a fucking psychopathic killer bear. Do you know what kind of bear Banjo is? He's a honey bear. You know what else is a honey bear? Winnie the Pooh. So that's the level that we're talking about here, okay? He's a master of stealth. Monokuma repeatedly in this game, he'll just be show up out of nowhere. So he's going to be able to sneak up on anybody. Going back to his teeth, he'll just bite fucking that bird's dumb little neck, rip his head off with those scary, scary teeth. And he's ruthless. He's made for battle royales, Nick. That's what Danganronpa is. It's a battle royale game where you have all these kids. You make them fight each other. He's a master of coming up with crazy scenarios to kill people, whether it's throwing a 1,000 baseballs at a kid just because he's a baseball player and he finds it funny. He's a psychopath. And Banjo is gullible, lazy, uh, unless if he's forced to go on an adventure. And apparently Kazooie's a hothead piece of shit. Uh, so I'm just going to throw that out there too. <laughs> all right. Well, there you have it, <laughs> Manakuma. All right, so everybody, go out there vote. Nick, I'm sure you'll put a Twitter poll out there again.
0: Yep, yep, again at PSPalsPod. And, and we
1: have we've only split, and we've split every single time. So let's see if uh, if Nick can get a sweep or if I can get a sweep.
0: Yeah, this is yeah the Banjo Kazooie Manakuma one can go either direction. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. for sure.
1: <laughs> well, that's the whole point, right? Have these silly little <laughs> battles. But uh, all right, well, actually, that was a good time to go into next week. Here we go. Alright. You want first or second? I know you always say first, but I gotta ask every time. I'll go first. Okay. Who's gonna fight on Halloween? No, 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 no. Fox.
0: Star Fox. Fox from Star Fox. More Nintendo characters. That's right.
1: Alright. Versus. Hollow Knight. <laughs> Fox Uh-oh. versus Hollow Knight. Uh oh. And then for matchup number two, I'm glad I got Hollow Knight. I Nick will be championing. Ooh, Cloud. That's a <laughs> good right. one. I, there There's go. a good one. Cloud. I like that. I like that. What's a, what's Soldier? He's a Soldier. Yes. Uh, Cloud versus. I hope it's Master Chief. To oh, be. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, I will be such a sad panda. Well, Cloud is such a bigger, bigger character. <laughs> uh, all right. Well,
0: Kudos to you! You got two characters that you uh, you are personally very attached I'm very, to. I'm very invested in them. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm so happy I got two B though.
1: All right, cool. <laughs> All and, right. And, and so. two B and Cloud are they got some they got similar skill sets. We'll say that kind of very Bayonetta and Dante-esque.
0: Sure, sure, sure.
1: All right, Nick. Well, last thing here, just to round out the podcast, I've been playing a little bit of a game. That I just wanted to talk about for a little bit because it feels bad to, you know, with the limited amount of time I have playing games, to have played a game for a little bit and not talk about it on the show. Sure. Uh, and that game is Cult of the Lamb, which is a 2022 released roguelike game from Massive Monster uh, and published by Devolver Digital. It has an 84% on open critic. Um, and this game has kind of been on my radar since its very first reveal. I think it had a pretty, it hit the ground running pretty hard with uh, the reveal at Gamescom in 2021, where you had an immediate um, unique art style with cutesy characters, and then sacrifice and Satan and blood and all this other crazy stuff. So naturally, I'm, I'm interested off the get-go. But then you kind of heard a little bit that it's also uh, like a management sim game, and, and that kind of, you know, piqued my interest because I'm always curious when they mash two genres together. But, mm-hmm. um. Just to give everybody a, a quick little synopsis, it's a, again, it's a roguelike dungeon crawler that's combined with a management sim. Um, you get action action elements where you're kind of going into a, a run where you kind of got to go through, like, I don't know, five or six different worlds that have, like, nine little rooms connected to it, and then you fight a boss at the end. You do that enough times, and you basically beat the game. But in between every time you do a run, you're going back to your cult. Uh, whether you've, you've uh, converted a follower on your run through, you bring him back to your home base, you enlist him to do one of a couple different things. You can either have a cult member farm you rocks, farm you lumber, or pray to your your uh, idol, which obviously is going to allow you to get different abilities as you continuously get more cult members, level up different things, increase the amount of uh, things that you're able to build uh, in your camp, which you know creates a, a obviously a, a fun little loop. Um, you know, so you're you're monitoring your cult on three different aspects: their hunger, their sickness, and their faith. Um, two of those are very easy to manage, right? Hunger, sickness. You make sure there's no shit anywhere. Like you literally clean up poop on the on, oh, the, on your camp. Um, you make sure that there's nobody's throwing up, and they're gonna be not sick, and you're good. Hunger, same thing. You you have you can build eventually a little uh, little pot thing that you can cook cook dinner for people, and you throw it out there, and they all eat it, and they're all happy. Um, But then you also can go into your temple and you can have sermons, you can have different little ways to uh, get people's faith built up, you can go up to them individually and and pray to them, which increases all their faith. And you just want to make sure that all those meters are full at all times, right? Um, Nothing crazy on that front. But I didn't finish this game for a reason, right? Uh-oh. And so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go through a couple positives and then just talk a little bit more about the negatives. Again, keeping this short and sweet. Uh, I think the combat's great. I think it's it's very responsive. It's very fluid. It's that quick. You know, you hit the dodge, the guy dodges. You hit the the attack, he's gonna attack immediately. Feels fluid. Feels good. You go into a run. You're gonna get uh, equipped with either probably like a, a little dagger that does a little bit of damage, but you attack really fast, or you get a big hammer that does obvious things and you additionally have a um, special ability move as well that uh, recharges itself based on the amount like drops from the enemies that you kill and it's good comment it's fun I have nothing bad to say about that uh, aesthetic as I mentioned earlier is very charming it's very silly you know it's it's a hard thing to do to combine uh, sacrificing you know little cutesy animal people and uh, feel good about it but this game definitely manages to do that <laughs> um, it's all very cute you know even when you sacrifice like yeah you know, and then they all you know just impale themselves with a knife. Um, very weird stuff. But what I think, when I where I think the game kind of starts to fall flat is, I think this is unfortunately one of those examples of probably should have stuck to one genre. Um, again, I think the combat and going in and doing the roguelike elements is a lot of fun, but it fell short in a lot of ways. Like, there's not a ton of abilities you're getting. You're, you're again, you're kind of getting one or two weapons. You go through, you go ha 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 ha. You beat everybody up, but then once you beat everybody up. Each room is kind of, you know, it's littered with different grass and boxes and things. And part of the management sim is to collect this stuff to use towards the buildings. And so you're inevitably having to go through, okay, now I just got to go, I got to hit my sword on every piece of grass. Okay, cool, I got four grass. And you go to the next thing and you do it again. And it just kind of gets old. And I don't really have a fancy way to say that. Besides, it just kind of gets old having to do that every time.
0: Have you ever gotten into other management games like,
1: uh, like Animal Crossing or um, Stardew Valley? Uh, a little bit. There's a game called Moonlighter. I don't know if you know that game. It came no. out a couple years ago where it kind of had this twofold thing as well where you're a shopkeep during the day where you sell things that you collect at night during day, um, raids. Mm-hmm. And that was that was a very satisfying loop. And I can't really, from memory, tell you why that one's more satisfying than this one. All I can tell you <laughs> is that one of the reasons this one gets to me is because it tries to throw a too much at you at one time mm-hmm. where actually let me take a step back one of the things (laughs) one of the things that it does that i don't like is you spend all this time keeping your meters high right you're making everybody happy which is kind of tedious in itself because the main way to keep faith up like i mentioned is praying to everybody so you have to go around everybody and pray to them which is just kind of tedious but when you go out to a fight you go on your run time doesn't stop and what that does is that lowers their hunger, it lowers their sickness, sure. it lowers their faith to a point where you come back and the place is covered in filth, everybody's mad at you, and you have to then just spend all this time either cleaning up dead bodies because people have died, <laughs> dead bodies make people sick. If you then don't go to your building spot and build a grave to bury the body, people are going to continue to get sick. So you just kind of constantly feel like you're treading water yeah, and never spinning plates, yeah, and never spinning gaining plates. anything. Yeah. And, and that's why I play games is to feel like I'm gaining stuff and I think eventually you do because there is a pretty robust system with the building right where you can you can build you can build a simple grave or you can build a crypt which can hold more or you can then upgrade that into a mausoleum which holds more and it there's a, a lot there right. with that aspect of it. But I found myself after about 10 to 15 hours just kind of going, like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, I got up to 18 cult members, the max is 20. And then at that point, it just started to like, yeah, I would come back. Everybody's pissed off at me. I go, I'm sorry. I just, I'm right. on, yeah. You spend all this time kind of getting everybody happy again. And then you go, well, I got to go do it again. And right. they're going to come back and they're all going to be mad. And, and yeah, it's while the, the loop. It's the yeah, loop. Yeah, it's, getting it's, to it's you. not a very great loop. Um, you know, and, and again, because you, you can assign everybody, and maybe I didn't tweak it enough where it's like, okay, I got six members harvesting uh, rocks for me, and I got four members doing, doing trees, and then I got five guys praying to me, and maybe I didn't have the right combination because you have to build different buildings that allow you to get those resources. It's not found organically, it's a small little camp. So you have to use resources to make a resource to get you more resource, and then but you can only assign one cult member to to that building. So then, ninety percent of my guys are just praying it all the all the time. Right. And it's it, and again, I think you're picking up what I'm laying down. Yeah. It's it's just you know it, I wanted to like it a lot more than I did. I didn't hate my time with it, um, but this is definitely a game I would I would highly recommend. If it comes to extra, like right. it's a game that, you know, if it comes to extra, sure, give it due. a shot. Yeah, you know, check it out. But I don't think you need to really spend much more on it. And for that, I give it a three out of five on okay. the PlayStation Pell scale. <laughs> Good. All right. So, yeah, it's just OK. It's just OK. Um I don't I, you know, I don't regret buying it, playing it. But, um, you know, yeah. I don't think I'll be.
0: It's a popular genre to have that like, yeah, that management slash, you know, dungeon diving like that's
1: yeah like i said dude if you look at moonlighter it's like yeah it's like the exact same kind of thing but Mm -hmm. it you know maybe it's just the simple fact that i didn't have this extra thing where i'm worried about that if my if everybody's fucking happy or not it's just like no just (laughs) let me i'll give you your food and i'll clean up your mess just Understand, I'm going out to quest for you. Hey, I'm going to come back. <laughs> it's all going to be fine. So, um, But oh, one thing I did want to mention that I didn't think I was going to like care about, but it, all of a sudden I did. When you bring people back to your camp, you get to name them. And so Uh-oh. at first I named them all of the people at work, which was yeah. hilarious because then it'd be like, oh, Josh died. And it's like, oh, no, oh, no, Josh. And then after that got boring, I, I just started naming them all after, like, my favorite pop culture characters. So, like, I had Walter White and yeah. 2B. And, and, and it really, like, added this weird sense of, like, no, 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 not Walter. Like, you can't die, uh, which I, I fully didn't expect to happen. But uh, it kind of added a little funny thing to sure. me, for me. So, like, maybe going forward, I'll try and lean into that a little more with, with these kind of games if you have yeah. that ability. But, uh yeah, because it was it was a very sad day when Two B died. No, oh, I'm I sure. Not, I was, in fact, that <laughs> might have been what caused me to fuck this game. <laughs> um, but that's all I got for Call of All
0: right, so and you're and you're done. You're not going back.
1: No, I don't think so. Okay. All right, so wrapping it wrapping
0: up, I, we have another superhero game to talk about <laughs> because before Spider Man Two came out, Gotham Knights came to PlayStation Plus Extra, and as a fan of uh, the Arkham series of Batman in general uh I decided to check it out and uh this game came out last year and if you remember the lead up to this was we're not the Avengers game we're not that game we're not a live service game we're not gonna have all the the bells and whistles of that uh this is coming from Warner Brothers uh Montreal who made Batman Arkham Origins um that's what they were saying. The game comes out. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it did not review well. It is at a 68. So it's uh, you know, it's not great. And again, just like Avengers wanted to be the superhero destiny game, this also wanted to be the DC. version of Avengers and, uh, and be a destiny game. That means numbered loot, colored loot, lots of, lots of numbers. Uh, that means uh, end end game raids, uh, dragged out boss fights. Uh, you you kind of play. Uh, here's kind of the premise: is that you that Batman has died, and the uh, the Gotham Knights, as they call they're called uh, Red Hood, Batgirl, Nightwing, and Robin, uh, kind of come together to figure out what happened. And then this involves a very popular Batman story called the Court of Owls, and they're a big part of this, but. Uh, those four characters, just like any other live service game, are a bunch of just classes. Yeah. You know, uh, Batgirl's the gadget slash healer. Um, Red Hood's like the damage dealer. Uh, Nightwing's like the melee guy. Uh, you know, they just all kind of fit an archetype. And Robin's
1: the all around. I bet.
0: Yeah, yeah. They all kind of fit an archetype. Nobody likes Robin. If <laughs> I, he's got to easily be the least picked character, um, and so that's kind of it. You have an open world in this. Uh, you explore it, you stop crimes just like Spider-Man, like that. All that stuff's in there. They're just generic, you know. Rinse and repeat. You'll probably do the same one a bunch of times, and then you eventually can go do story missions, which will take you inside buildings. And it, that's kind of the more traditional Arkham combat that we're used to. A lot of a lot of stealth, a lot of hanging out, hanging out on perches and stuff like that. And and for a it, has, it does have an interesting gameplay loop in which you're doing upgrades, you're changing gear during the day, you're moving the plot forward, they have their own little cork board that they're trying to figure out the mystery, and then you go out at night just kind of like Batman would, and then at the end of the night you're kind of given all your stats, like how many crimes did you stop, how many people did you save, how many cops did you save? Um, and that's kind of a, a cool little like loop there that they got going, but uh, this is no Spider-Man, <laughs> and it's not an Arkham game either. Uh it's very clunky, uh, traversing the world sucks, no. you know, like the, the you do get uh, better uh, traversal abilities later in the game, uh, very similar to Spider-Man, you do certain quests and you unlock fast travel uh, to certain burrows, but uh, just riding around on your bat cycle and just flying around, just it just doesn't feel good, it's slow, it's clunky. And the world is not interesting enough to be like, oh, I'm driving from point A to point B. This is nice. It's like, ugh. Yeah. this game's running poorly. The city's barren. You know, there's like a car on every street. You know, like, and this is, you know, Gotham City. Yeah. You know, it's supposed to be like this iconic location. And yeah, they just they just never kind of full fully realized their vision for this. And like I said, they were a hundred percent making a Destiny game. Like and this is next gen only. What the hell. Yeah, yeah, that they, Ew. and I think that was because they probably couldn't get it to run very well on previous <laughs> consoles, fair. so they kind of just, just wiped their hands clean of that, and I'm sure they wanted to, but. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I gotta say, when I look at this game, in multiple fronts, it just seems like the game that time forgot. Like it yeah. seems old. <laughs> like I'm looking at it, locked at 30 frames, Unreal Engine 4, yeah, old systems, and it it doesn't look particularly good. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just seems dated. Like it seems. It seemed immediately dated. Yeah. When it yeah, came yeah.
0: out. Oh, I'm sure it's been in. Like so. Warner Brothers Montreal was working on a Suicide Squad game. It was teased in Arkham Origins. Jason Trier did a big report about how that game got canceled. I don't know. I don't know if that is the game that Rocksteady is currently working on, or if that game got scrapped completely. But whatever it was, they picked up the pieces of this. They started this game. And again, it's probably been in development hell too, which is why it took so long to come out. And like you said, like John said, it's just it's there. You know, yeah. other reviewer, reviewers feel the same way. Um, and it's not the worst thing. Again, it's an Arkham game. It's you know, it, it feels good to stealthily take out a room of guys. Mm-hmm. And this also has, just like Spider-Man, a great set of costumes that you get uh, when you unlock new loot and stuff. But uh, it's never. It's no Spider-Man, and it's, you know, again, it's not even a good Batman game. So um, I'll probably finish it, though,
1: because I want to see it through. Wow. But Uh, (laughs) But no review. There's the difference in us, folks. Nick has time to play (laughs) Gotham Knights, and I can't even get more than 5% in Spider-Man. Well, my plan for the year is,
0: yeah, finish Spider-Man, Gotham Knights, Alan Wake 2, if it reviews well. And then Baldur's Gate three, I, I gotta get through Baldur's Gate three. That is my plan. That I like that you put we, Gotham I, Knights ahead of Baldur's Gate three. <laughs> <laughs> no, I well, I'll, probably, I'll hopefully get back to that game, but uh, no, it's fine. I didn't want to jump piece of shit. It's fine. I didn't want to jump fine. back into Baldur's Gate three right before Spider Man two. <laughs> yeah. it was gonna rip me from it. So for sure. So this was kind of the stopgap game, but understandable. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of my plan, and that's you know I got more than uh, more than two months to kind of do that all so hopefully i can unless there's some mm-hmm. surprises coming but we'll see there's not <laughs> cool but uh yeah so so that's it yeah you got any, any teases i'm just spider-man too right uh, d- yeah
1: i mean i i am i am feeling bad about cyberpunk right now but yeah. I, I can't not like it's 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 we're gonna have a segment on the show that's gonna be the death of john's gaming life <laughs> <laughs> at some point soon but um, no, it's Spider-Man 2 for me all the way. Okay.
0: Yeah, even with your son playing it, you still just really want to play it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I was talking to you, obviously, about this earlier, but um he's he's loving it, of course, but a lot of the themes and story beats of Spider-Man 2 are just inherently more mature, and yeah. that's kind of losing him a little bit. He loves it when he gets to swing around and, and fight guys, but um like yesterday, he, he played for a, a couple hours, and he's like, Dad, can we play neon white yeah sure because you know he still loves that um yeah there's a chink in the armor yeah so so no you know he's he's a little six-year-old kid so he doesn't know what he's doing but yeah i mean he's spoiling some parts for me but it's not like i'm i'm literally sitting next to him on my phone kind of like Trying to like make white noise in my ear so I don't hear the gambling. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, yeah, but, this is,
0: yeah. It's definitely a more mature story and not just oh the Sinister Six coming. And right, like all these villains right. coming at Spider-Man. Yeah, so. He loves the big
1: set pieces, but the, yeah, there's like you know early on, obviously there's you know this isn't a spoiler, but you're gonna have Peter Parker MJ romance stuff, right? right. Like that just right. is there. You're gonna ha- you're gonna have Miles growing up stuff and like, right. So that yeah. stuff is losing him a little bit, but sure, uh, uh, yeah, understandable. But yeah, I'm I'm all in for sure. But uh.
0: Yeah, by by next week's podcast, we will have the reviews for Alan Wake 2 so we can finally decide what, well, we know what four of them are going to be already, (laughs) but the six Game of the Year nominees at the Game Awards, I think it's safe to say it's Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Tears of the Kingdom, and Baldur's League 3 are locks. Wow, what a year. (laughs) <laughs> what yeah, what a year! So we will have to decide, unless John doesn't think any of those games are locks, which he's crazy. No, you right. A, but you're right. you got it. The, the the final two will be interesting. And like I said, if if Alan Wake can continue this great year of gaming and get be in ninety and 91 90 and above, mm-hmm. it's it might make its case.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think uh, I think the 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 remainders is between. Dead Space, Resident Evil Four, Starfield, Sea of Stars, potentially Alan Wake, Street Fighter, Diablo Four, and Final Fantasy. <laughs> those yep. those. That I mean, that's that, and that was just <laughs> off the top of my head. Yeah. So. And
0: again, these are these are voted on by outlets, so you probably the more popular games rise to the top. So everyone's going to be playing the Nintendo titles, so Nintendo is going to have two Game of the Year nominees easily. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everyone else will be fighting. You know. I don't think there's a chance. You didn't mention Jedi Survivor or Hogwarts Legacy, but no, I don't think so. But it's I, yeah, I think I think as much as I really like those games, they're gonna have a hard
1: time in this bombastic year of games. Any to other get year in that. Man. Yeah, yeah, they should have came out. What was what was the year? I mean, this is no shade to It Takes Two, but like the year that that game won Game of the Year was It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, um, Returnal. Returnal
0: was that 2021. I don't know. I it was 2021. Have. Yeah, it was 2021. Okay. So yeah, it was Returnal uh and Ratchet and Clank.
1: But yeah, a, a week a week year. Yeah, of, that could a of, of video games. Damn, I'm right I'm right here. Hold on. Hang tight. Uh, <laughs> uh. No, it's not. I'm not going to get there. Yeah, it, w- it, w- it was a week year. <laughs> and was... they didn't even nominate Forza Horizon 5 that year. <laughs> <laughs> Deathloop. Yeah. Uh Tales of Arise maybe? Yeah, probably you're probably right. So yeah. But yeah. Yes. Anyway. I digress. So, yeah. So we'll
0: we'll kind of discuss that. And, I, yeah, we're going to get closer and closer to the Game Awards. And I think it's going to be, like, as we just talked about, the next big game is, like, I don't know what's coming out next year. But, yeah. you know, the Game Awards will probably be our, our window into that. So hopefully, you know, it pops off like they did last year. But, but that's it. That's kind of it. And we'll just kind of no, Spider-Man have, 2.
1: We must return to New York City. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's people needing saving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So the song we're leaving you on, Shocking, is from Marvel Spider Man 2. And John, you found this song, so mm-hmm. I'll let you you uh, know. I don't that. know who does it. I know it's oh, I know it's okay. called Swing.
1: Yep. Um from you know it, it's the song that plays in the very beginning when when you're suiting up with Miles and Peter together and you're just ready to fucking take on the world and you see Sam and you're like, Yeah, let's go and it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's hip hoppy because you got Miles there, but it's also like superhero it's called again you're gonna be right you're
0: gonna be bouncing, bouncing, <laughs> but, <laughs> yes but. it is called swing and it's by earth gang and benji and it, is, it is out on all streaming services so yeah, yeah. Nice. My nice. 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 all right yeah. all right so that's it we'll be back next week with Bye. enjoy spider-man see you guys Bye. Plot twist, scissors are tingling, we find a feeling and get the tech team and them, leave with faith Take it for what I'm believing in, I know my destiny greater than this We gotta bond it, no evil can break Forever my fraud, at the end of the day This bigger than us, we got too much at stake I'm good by myself, but together we great Putting my life on the line for the citizens See all the angles, and weaving and pivoting Then I'm drop-kicking the criminal idiot I recognize the playground at
1: the city. It's Feel like a jungle jump, feel like I'm juggling Sky full of turbulence, we keep on rumbling But I ain't worried about nothing, as long as it's.
0: I'm not thinking twice. I know my enemies not gonna play nice. So I'ma give him my all every time. Let go of fear, it's just all in your mind. Surprise what you find
1: if you just look inside. Copy a DM, now you on the night. But you gotta decide. The fight or the fly. You doing what's right, it's bigger than pride. Really no limit with pride by your side. Yeah, yeah. my senses bouncing off a wall. wall. Evil lurking every day. Yeah, you don't ever need to call. I can feel it right away. Yeah. slim chance to beat the odds.